This is a Dice of Brussels. Is Brexit a global risk? That's a slightly lurid question. Uh, comes from Lou, who is at Brexit Watch. He's got in touch with us through our website. That's www.adartofbrussels.com. If you've got a question, please get in touch, and I'm happy to try my best. Now, these questions prompted by uh, a report that came uh, through the Economist Intelligence Unit last week, which classified uh, Brexit as a uh, global threat. Uh, and particularly, it suggested that uh, this would uh, have ramifications for the UK, it would hurt the EU, uh, and f- finally it suggested that uh, Brexit could also exacerbate uh, onglo- ongoing global c- currency instability. Now, two questions here. Um, how, do you, uh, how do you judge this as a, a risk more generally? And then I think there's more specific points about the, the currency instability. Uh, the more general point, and this is something that comes through in, in, in Lou's question, which is about uh, uh, engaging people in, in conversations around economic risk uh, while avoiding scaremongering, is a very difficult line to balance. For a lot of people uh, who are not in uh, these kinds of circles, uh, financial and economic risk is something which is very abstract and nebulous, that they don't spend their days poring over uh, stock market performance or exchange rate indices or anything else like that. They kind of have a vague sense, maybe they pay attention to interest rates, uh, but that's probably about as far as it goes. Uh, and as a result, if you want to engage people in the discussion, you have to kind of pique their interest. Uh, and certainly I think there's an element of that in the EUI's uh, report, which is you know, trying to talk about you know, what are the risks uh, you know, and laying it out in a fairly uh, telegraphic form to suggest, you know, well, these might be the upsides, these might be the downsides. Now, as uh, the EUI say, this is something that's got a, a low probability. Uh, it's got uh, a high impact that this might be a, a very major uh, kind of a development if it does happen, but at the moment they're making the judgment that it, it doesn't look uh, very likely, given that uh, the, the nature of the uh, coalition that uh, David Cameron has been building in support. Now, here I think it, it's hard to to really engage people in that kind of discussion without uh, getting into territory that does look or that can certainly be construed as scaremongering by those who disagree with the interpretation. One of the things that's uh, really uncertain for me uh, about uh, the financial implications is that uh, we don't really know what Brexit will mean. One of the things that's we can be fairly sure of is that markets will be relatively efficient, that they will price in most of the uncertainty beforehand. So uh, yes, there will be some kind of change uh, after the uh, the vote comes out, but actually, assuming that uh, we haven't got a complete failure of polling and of uh, intelligence, um, and I say that with last year's general election very much in mind, uh, that actually markets will have uh, moved to the, the outcome before the outcome is uh, officially known. Now, uh, that might be uh, something which uh, reflects itself in... Uh, changes in the stock market, that might be changes in uh, sterling's exchange rates. Um, 
potentially, though, it, it does lead to, to wider effects that go beyond the UK, and certainly into the European economy, that what does this say about the Eurozone economy? Uh, what does it say about other uh, non-Euro uh, currencies within the EU? But also, what does it say about Europe as an economic pole, uh, as a political pole? So, you know, what's the impact on the relationship with uh, the US, with China, with other parts of the world? Uh, for me, really, I think uh, the question about uh, scaremongering, about uh, economic uh, or currency instability really comes down to uh, the degree to which one chooses to engage with the issues. The probably of all the sectors that have been doing contingency planning, uh, and contingency planning is a real issue at the moment for a lot of places, I think probably the financial industry and the business sector have got further than most. They need to make those kind of decisions, and those are uh, very pertinent things for them to consider. So I think what's likely to happen, though, is that as we move through the referendum campaign, as we get closer to a decision uh, on the 23rd of June, I think we'll see more information which will allow us to get a better sense of what the ramifications might be. Key point, though, I think that I would leave you with is a reminder that uh, a vote for the UK to leave in uh, the referendum doesn't mean that the UK leaves immediately. It means that it opens a process. And that means that there's going to be an extended period uh, where there will be more negotiations, where there will be more discussions. And out of that process, I think we will see uh, much more clearly what the economic impacts might be. So there's a little bit of a cop-out uh, answer, but I think at this stage we really can't be sure uh, about what it means. I think it would depend very much on the terms of the deal, very much on the nature of the uh, outcome. Is it a very high turnout? Is it a very clear majority? Those kinds of questions. And at this point, I think we're still a little bit uh, too far out. <laughs>